What's up, everybody? It's Jason with Founders VR, and happy to share with you today's episode. We sit down with Craig Stevens. He's the owner and founder of Genesis 360. He's doing some pretty amazing things, not only within his business, but within the community of Baton Rouge. And I'm happy to share not only how he's been successful in taking the venture into entrepreneurship, but how he's been able to build a really successful business. And so enjoy the episode, take a look, and without further ado, check it out. So I'm here with Craig Stevens. He's the president founder of Genesis 360. And uh, we're so, so excited to have, have him on. How are you doing this morning? Hey, doing great, Jason. Doing great. How are you? Doing excellent, man. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on. Really, the idea of the, of the podcast is to share stories of business leaders and creators in the community and uh, what's kind of allowed them to be successful. And I, have, I hold you in high esteem, man, uh, as far as what you've been able to do in the community and for your business. And so uh, for those who are listening, I thought maybe if you could open up telling us a little bit about who you are and, and about uh, Genesis 360. Yeah, uh, so Genesis 360 is a uh, facility maintenance and construction company. We're based out of Baton Rouge, but we cover all parts of the U.S., doing everything from ground maintenance to building maintenance. And then we have the construction division that does heavy silver construction as well as vertical construction. So we work a lot with the federal government, but we have a lot of private uh, industry partners that we perform work for as well. That's awesome. How long ago did you was the business started? So I started in 2011. Uh, was when I started it up. So I'll give you a little brief background of how it all evolved. So I right out of high school, I, I joined the Air Force. And for me, it was my way out. I needed to uh, escape the poor living conditions that I grew up in. So I joined the Air Force and um, wanted to travel the world, ended up right back in Louisiana at Barksdale Air Force Base in North Louisiana. So it all worked out because I still traveled to different parts of the country and been outside the U.S. and got to see how third world countries live and gain a great appreciation for how blessed and fortunate that we are in, in America. So I did 25 years in the Air Force. So my first, I did six years active and then the rest in as a reservist. So I was officer for, uh, excuse me, enlisted for 15 years and got my degree in IT and then uh, became an officer in the Air Force and did my last 10 years as an officer, which was fantastic. Got a chance to work in a flying unit and uh, and learned a lot about life and leadership. So becoming an officer helped me be a better leader in my current business. So right before I uh, decided to retire from the Air Force, I, I had always been an entrepreneur at heart. So I had a real estate business on the side, doing real estate investing, and I was in corporate America as well. So while I was in the reserves, I started out working out as a cashier at Circle K convenience stores. So I started out, like I say, working third shift cashier and then got a promotion to be a system manager and then store manager. And then they asked me to become a district manager. And I was like, I don't think I want to take on that responsibility. And I said, I see what my district manager goes through. So they eventually convinced me that it was a good move. So in order to become a district manager, I had to relocate to Baton Rouge. And so I, I did that. We relocated to Baton Rouge in, in 99 and put me in the toughest part of the town. And it was a, it was a rude awakening for me. But through it all, I, again, I think all those things helped me help contribute to the, being a successful business owner. So growing up through the ranks in corporate America, becoming us from a cashier to a district manager, and I, they promoted me to director of operations. 
As director of operations, I had 105 stores that were underneath my responsibility in a tri-state area. And really, I got to interact with the owners of the company, uh, provide uh, profit and loss briefings to them on a quarterly basis, sometimes monthly basis. Got a chance to talk about the business and because everything was based was my responsibility. And I really got that's where the rubber really met the road as far as mm-hmm. understanding business, um, the backside of business. So I, I think I had a, a decent advantage from the Air Force with the leadership that I gained through being mentored by other leaders and then becoming an officer. And then the business side came from growing and developing within the company from the bottom up with Circle K convenience stores. So I always say God had a, had a, a plan for me. It, and it was like he does for all of us and it's perfectly designed plan. And so 2011, I decided to start my own company. And then 2014, I decided to take a leap of faith and after working for Circle K convenience stores for 22 years, decided to go out on my own. So that meant giving up my company car, the fringe benefits, you know, things of going like going to the master, all those things right. that come along working in corporate America, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but that wasn't the hardest part. The hardest part for me was convincing my wife that I was making the right decision. So I, you know, I think it took about a year to really convince her to just trust me. I'm, you know, I prayed about it. I, I thought deeply about my, the path and I just trust me that we're making the right decision. So I left Circle K in July 3rd, 2014. And um, I think it was less than three months later, I had one contract on the facility maintenance side that paid three times my salary. And so um, <laughs> when, I, when I told my wife, I said, uh, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just landed this big contract and like, okay, how much? And I, and I told her and she's like, why didn't you do this a year ago? Like, what? <laughs> it took me that long to convince you that I was doing oh, the right wait. thing. So would have recorded our conversations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, I want to I want to take it back to um, you, you talked about, you know, straight out of high school, you went into the military and how that's formed a lot of your leadership skills and having that mentorship. Um, but you also mentioned about the appreciation, seeing other other places. And my family come part of my family comes from from um, El Salvador and some of the conditions there are crazy bad. And when you see other cultures and see perspectives of how well we have it, sometimes it's easy to take that for granted. And so it's cool to, to hear you say that. So I just wanted to share that. For other entrepreneurs out there, you, you've had all these life lessons. You know, what would be some, you know, some advice that you could give to maybe who hasn't had those same experiences, but goes, man, you know what, I'm, I'm, still, trying to, I'm still trying to start out and trying to make a, make a difference. And you know, what are some, some skills that I can take away that I haven't had those opportunities? What are some leadership skills or qualities that have allowed you to be successful and that you would rec- you know, kind of advise to a, a young entrepreneur? Yeah. Well, you know, the great thing this day and age, Jace, is that we have something called technology. And even though you you may not be able to visit Korea like I did, or maybe visit Germany and other parts of the, the country, you can still go there via, you know, a computer or, or iPhone or something like that these days. So so you can still kind of get an idea. It's not a true idea, but you can get an idea of, hey, you know, it's things are really bad in some of these, these countries. And, you know, just when you, you think you have it bad, you really, you really don't. It's, it's the saying that 
you know, I, I complained about not having any shoes until I saw I have any feet. And, <laughs> right. and so I think, you, you know, technology helps us. But on the leadership side, even though I had what I consider great mentors in the Air Force, great mentors in corporate America, I spent so much time in investing in myself. And so what I mean by that is I educate myself even constantly today, whether it's a podcast, like something, what you're doing, different podcasts, whether it's buying DVDs and looking at certain real estate investing tips or looking at YouTube. I mean, God, you can find just about anything you want to learn on YouTube. So, so I think with technology, the way it is, we have such a great advantage from you know, other generations who didn't have, didn't have that. Now, secondly, here's what I would say is that there are people that you come into contact with on a regular basis that can really transition you as far as spending time with you and they're more than willing to help you in whatever path you're trying to go. We both belong to, to Baton Rouge Rotary, and I can't tell you how many people I've just, over the years, I've asked, will you have coffee with me? Will you have lunch with me? Can I meet you at my office? to just, you know, pick your brain. You know, I want to, I want to see how, how, how did you become so, so successful? And so I think there are so many of those people out there that you can surround yourself with, connect with that are, again, no one has told me no. Every single one that I've asked is said, yes, you know, That's awesome. by all means, I'll sit with you. So I would definitely say pick the brains of people that, that you come in contact with that can really they may not be doing the same business that you do, but I mean, mm-hmm. I think the, the leadership skills, the failures, not necessarily failures, but failures that they've had mm-hmm. um, can really transition your business and your life. That's awesome. Any, uh, any specific mentors that, that have been really influential uh, in your life? Yeah, you any know, names? you know, there was a specific guy um, gosh, he, in, in corporate America, his name. He was um, his name was Kenny Hodges. He, he's in New Orleans, and so when I moved to Baton Rouge mm-hmm. from North Louisiana, he was my he was my director of operations. Okay, so mm-hmm. he hired he brought me on to work um, in his in his division. So I think in his mind, I was the less likely to succeed because, and I think not. It wasn't just his mind; it was my other people, the people that are in the same position that I was, district manager. Mm-hmm. So and I, mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you why. So. I moved down here. I'm I'm young. I'm in my early 20s, and you know I'm mm-hmm. probably one of the youngest district managers. I was definitely youngest in this division, but probably one of the youngest in the company. Mm-hmm. And so I was arrogant too, because you know at that age I'm like, man, I you know I know I know what to do. <laughs> you know, right, and, I got this, and, and and I got this. Yeah, and and again, yeah. I was placed in the toughest part of. Uh, of the city in North Baton Rouge. And I was given eight stores in North Baton Rouge. And oh man, it was it was a rude awakening. Because I didn't come mm-hmm. from that environment issue, but I was it was a conservative environment, you know, mm-hmm. people came to work when they were supposed to and customers right. were friendly and all those other things. So right. what I did, so I mentioned Kenny Hodges, but I want to back up a little bit. There was one guy, he was from Iran and he had been with the company over 20 years. And I really connected with him and I spent hours and hours and hours with him. He taught me all these reports. We had, uh, Jason, we had 25 different reports we had to learn. You know, P&L, I knew a little bit about it, but I didn't really know how to do a deep dive into a profit and loss statement. And so he he taught me that. He said, here's what you got to look for. And 
you know, and it was just so many different moving pieces that I just didn't know. Like you, you don't know what you don't know. And, right. and so I, I clung to Monsieur, his name was Jadir from Iran. And he, he just really took me under his wing. He, he never would tell me, no, I don't have time to help. He was very, I'm glad he was very patient. Cause I had, I had a thousand and one <laughs> questions. And he, and right. He was so patient with me. And, um, and so even beyond that, Jason, I would spend up to it'd be up to two, three o'clock in the morning, just trying to learn these reports, what he's taught me, and just trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Mm-hmm. How does it pertain to my district? How does it pertain to the overall growth of the company? Because it wasn't just about my district; it was about the growth of the company division and the company. So, how mm-hmm. does this all fit into? What can I do? And, and you know, I would go out and visit stores at. 10, 11 o'clock at night just to spend time with my people and say, hey, I just want to check on you, see how you're doing, you know, just, and that, that meant a lot. Mm-hmm. But on the mentor side, the one person that I can say that really helped me so much was Kenny Hodges. And, and so I was hungry. I was hungry. I'm like, I'm not going to be a district manager the rest of my life. So I got to, I got to go at it. I got to prove that I'm the best, you know, among the other 10 district managers that's around. I'm the youngest, I'm the least experienced, but I got to prove myself. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I just did that. And, and the way he would handle his weekly meetings with us as district managers is the exact same way I would handle my, with my people. The mm-hmm. way he would visit stores with us is the same way I would visit stores with my people. So whatever he, the things he did, I would just emulate those things because you know what? He was, he was well recognized in the company. He was received as one of the smartest business people in the company. Mm-hmm. So I, I just related him. I just connected yeah. with him and I just watched him. I just watched him. And so eventually he had to take notice of it because the numbers started to improve and the store mm-hmm. condition started to improve. And I was beginning to be one of those those top players. And so I told him, I said, hey, I'm, I want to be a district manager in my life. I want to be a sales manager. I want to grow up. To, I want to become a, a division manager. And I want to do these different things. And so I kept planting that seed in him. So because I think that's important, Jason, and, and when you're working for someone, because they may not see your vision or your where you want to be, but they see that you're great at what you do. And for them, that's good that you stay right there because you're good for them, you're good for the company, but you have to really sell yourself. You're your best mm-hmm. salesperson. So I knew I had mm-hmm. to sell my and let him know, hey, I'm trying to move up. I'm, I want to get better. I want to go to these classes. So mm-hmm. long story short, I got promoted to sales manager, and it was it was uh, it wasn't a shock, but it, to other to the, my my peers. But I think it was, uh, mm, you know, why did I get that position? Uh, right. So, and that that didn't happen overnight. That took you know, yeah four years of me just doing what I was, you know, following him and, and pounding the pavement and performing. So, when I got promoted to sales manager. I did that position for two years and I was Kenny Hodges' right-hand person at that time. So I was Mm -hmm. supporting him. When we remodel stores or built stores, I was in charge of those programs. I was basically the district managers that were were my peers for sort of answering to me in a sense because Mm -hmm. I would visit the stores with them and I would tell them, hey, it's what you need to focus on. It was a kind of awkward move, right? Because, hey, I, yeah. I came in, you know, you guys were in the position. I'm the youngest. Right. So it was kind right. of an awkward position. Right. But again, yeah. I had that leadership, those leadership yeah. skills to not say beat my chest and say, hey, I got this different position right now. But really mm-hmm. work with them and say, hey, here's, I'm here to help you. I'm here to make it mm-hmm. a win-win. So mm-hmm. actually, I, uh, Kenny Hodges got promoted to another position, relocated 
Florida. And guess what? The vice president asked me to his position. So mm-hmm. I took the position of his, of Kenny Hodges, as director of operations, 105 stores. But I was, at that point, I was, I was ready because I had watched him for four right. years, four or five years. I had watched him and, right. and saw how he operated and things like that. Right. Now I just You're already to, emulating him. I already emulated him. Now I just had to really right. make it, try to do, make it better. You know, not just fill the shoes, but try to make, try to make it better. Because do, being the same is not, I mean, that doesn't add much value, which is you, you always want to try to improve. So when I got the position, right after, I had someone walk up to me and said, you know, Craig, when you first came to Baton Rouge, I told everybody you had six months, you weren't going to make it. And here you are now. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, so it, it goes on to say, Jason, people, people are watching you. People are right. always watching you. Some are, I think most are before you, but there's going to always be some that's going to come to you out. So, nah. He won't make it past the first round. You know, he's going to get knocked. He's going to get KO'd. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look at this guy showing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll be done in round one. So yeah. he'll be walking home soon. So I, I think, uh, but they, they didn't know, they didn't know what I was doing behind the scenes, right? They didn't know when they were right. sleeping, I was out visiting stores. They didn't know when they were sleeping, I was right. reviewing profit loss statements and sales reports, right? I was even right. looking at theirs. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So, I know your numbers better so, than you. So it's your those numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know that's that's a good point because in the meetings I can call them out on the road. So no, yep. that's, that's I can right. relate. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. So, yeah. I said, so I know it was, it was a long way, a long-winded way of answering. No, the that's excellent. That's excellent. No, that's really, really, really excellent. For sure. No, I think you're always, um, you know, whether it's uh, you're working for a large corporation, a small corporation, you are always forming perceptions, right? You're always, I would always say that with, with my team is you're always interviewing. <laughs> the interview is yeah. already, yeah. That, that, yeah. the interview is the formality that has to take place, but the interview has already been conducted far before the interview takes place. And, you know, and that, uh, that, makes, that makes a good point. I was, I, I use that same uh, analogy in, in, a, in a sense in sports, you know, you're, let's say football, you, you're good as your last win. And, and in, in right. corporate America, in retail, for example, you're good as your last profit and loss statement. So you're always having to right. to get better, improve. And somebody's always watching and saying, OK, is that good or bad? Good, bad or indifferent? You know, mm-hmm. is that person uh, improving or is he or is you, you're never staying still? In, in right. Life. So I look at it, you, you're progressing forward or you, mm-hmm. you're going backwards, but you never right. you never stay still. Uh, that's just life. That's just in life. Your marriage is getting better, or mm. maybe it may be going yep. backwards. But you right. say, hey, you know, it's staying still. Mm, that's not. That's not necessarily. There true. is. There <laughs> is no park. You don't put your your marriage. If you think you're putting your marriage in park, I promise you, you're in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> or you're in neutral on a hill and you're rolling backwards. You yeah, well, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's that's awesome. To marriage sometimes, right? Oh. Yep, your best business lessons are learned right at home. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So, so I want to try, I want to take that. So that's this is really interesting, right? You you have put, um, and I can I can fully relate here working with working for where where I have for a long time at Enterprises Holdings, very similar corporate structure. We only promote from within, and so we take a very similar philosophy. And so I I really resonate with a lot of things there. Um, but 
one of the things that you did mention, um, so, so you talk about what I think is interesting here is you've put a lot of work in, right? I mean, you're, you're staying up late, you're doing things, you're putting in the extra work to separate yourself as a young, you know, uh, as, as a young growing leader yeah. and you've done it and you achieved this really high pinnacle of your mentor, Kenny Hodges, you get there, you, you take yeah. his place, the guy right. you've emulated for years and you've done this. And all of a sudden in, in 2011, you go, oh, I'm going to step away from that. That's a big decision. And right. giving up a lot of perks and benefits that come with achieving that. Um, it well, sounded. Here's a, here's, yeah, here's, the bigger, here's a bigger decision, Jason, that I did yeah. mention was that the, the region vice president asked me to. He want they wanted to promote me to vice president. Wow. So, yeah. So that meant that I would have to relocate to Kentucky, um, to Louisville, Kentucky, and um, and I I turned it down for two reasons. One, my daughter was in mm-hmm. was in high school at the time. I didn't want to upgrade her. And, yeah. and two, I knew that I was at some point in time going to um, step out on my own. But the biggest decision was around my daughter, around my family. Okay, so that mm-hmm. was the ultimate decision that if it wasn't for her, I probably would have made it, maybe taken it. So, you know, to, yeah. to give, be given that opportunity and say, no, not, not, I didn't just say no, I just said, no, not right now. It's not a good time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in corporate America, when you say no, not right now, that means no, we're not going to give you another opportunity. And right. I was I was okay with that. But we go back to that. God always has a plan for you that when you put family, when you put God and then family first over business, everything will work out the way it's supposed to work out. So I am so glad I didn't take that position because I wouldn't have had the I would have had greater perks. You know, I had so much greater approach to um, than than I was getting. So I think making that decision based on family and praying about it really set me up for for where I am today. Wow, I agree with you, and thanks for sharing that. That's that's really um, that's awesome. So you had a conversation with you. You somehow you used your sales skills and convinced your wife. <laughs> yeah, which is, is um, which. Have, uh, it sounds like that was the biggest pitch you probably made, huh? <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. We all like security and, and comfort, but I think wives as even more so. You know, hey, sure. Craig, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. What do you mean you want to leave? You have, you have a good paying job. And, yeah, we, just went to, we just went to the Super Bowl. You've been to the Masters and what, you got right. a company call. You know, what, what, what right. do you, you know, it just didn't make sense, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So just convincing her of the vision, the vision that, that yeah. you have for doing better, being better. And here's the biggest part, providing a legacy. So mm-hmm. for me, I mentioned it earlier mm-hmm. that the Air Force my, was my way out because I grew up very poor. I mean, mm-hmm. I grew up very, very poor. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I grew up in South Louisiana and Opelousa. And, and uh, you know, my, my, my father, my stepfather was, a, was an alcoholic. Um, and we, we grew up in... In the worst part of towns, and and yeah. and I knew I, my friends were going to college, and I kind of want to go to college, but hey, I need I got to make money, I got to get out of poverty, and right. so Air Force was my way out. So I'm I am so grateful I made that decision because again, it just is all part of God's plan. It helped me, and yeah. and I do in today's business. Yeah. That's really, really awesome, Craig. I think it's impressive. You know, everything in each step of your career. Um, you know, from, you know, you, you took your poor conditions that you were talking about just, and you, you said you joined, you know, you, you joined the air force and then you, you took that, which propelled you to your, your career with, with circle K, which you took that experience and you continue to, 
progress yourself, kind of like you were saying, you're either growing or you're regressing. And so um, I think that's really, really cool. And I think a lot of people are going to appreciate hearing that. So I think on that note, Craig, I'm going to I'm going to move to some questions here that I like to ask. These are a little bit more fun. I'm going to move to these uh, questions I ask everybody. OK, so these are these are not real deep thinking, <laughs> but they're, uh, they're meant to be uh, fun here. So what is a purchase of one hundred dollars or less that has most positively impacted your life in the last six months? Or recent memory in the last six months um or recent memory we're on a budget here so <laughs> yeah yeah i think investing nine dollars and 99 cents per month on youtube on unlimited youtube uh viewings and without commercials because That's again i mentioned cool. yeah i mentioned earlier that you know you can find just about anything you want to learn about uh good or bad on, mm-hmm. um, on YouTube. And so mm-hmm. without the distractions of the commercials coming in and being able to look at it on any device, I, I just said, I pay 10, 10 bucks a month and, um, and I can view, view it, um, un, you know, just without, without being distracted. So I think that was probably the most recent low budget investment that I've made. I like it. That's a good one. What's your walking to the plate song? What's your up to coming to bat song? Oh man! Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it it varies, man. Depending on my mood, man, it varies, man. I you know I can yeah, I can go with a Jay Z Run the World song or yeah or you know, um, an Amazing Grace song. You know, it just depends. <laughs> depends on <laughs> you know, it depends on the weather the day. Yeah. Well, well, it depends on, you know, sometimes on the move, man. Sometimes you can approach life in, in situations and be very confident. Like, I run the world, yeah. you know? Right. And there's other times right. it's like, all right, you know, I thank you for your grace. I need it today, you know? So, <laughs> right. you know, it just depends on what you're dealing with, you know, and, and, and the mindset. That's awesome. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Varied would depend on, depending on what team you're playing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like exactly. it. Exactly. We'll take it. Let's take it. Um, all right. And uh, to wrap up, best place to get a cup of Joe in Baton Rouge. Best place to get a cup of Joe. Best business lunch and favorite dinner spot. Um, OK, so best business lunch. Uh, I would have to say Zia's. Zia's on uh, Corporate Boulevard. Um, quick mm. service, um, good food, yes. um, good price. Uh, best cup of Joe. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Starbucks person, man. I, I right. just... And, and, you know, and, and, you know, I'm going to tell you something. You, you and a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. But you big, know, it's they, not just the coffee. It's about the atmosphere. Yeah, for sure. It's about the atmosphere. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm going to pay four bucks for a cup of coffee. But, um, you know, it's just something about when I can I can relax in that place and, and sort of clear my mind sometimes. Or sometimes I'll step away from the office and bring my laptop there and just focus on what I'm doing there. And, and, and you know what, guess what? I get to interact with some people, some, some leaders, some business leaders, because mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many people coming in and out of Starbucks. Like, hey, how you doing? And then just mm-hmm. have a conversation with them. That's happened a number mm-hmm. of times. So, um, so mm-hmm. I, you know, Starbucks is the place for me. I like it. And best dinner, favorite dinner spot. Oh man. Rue Chris, Rue Chris. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it was, it used to be a Rue juggle uh, yeah. between Rue Chris and, um, um, Rufino's. Rufino's has really good food too, but um, I tell you, the steaks at Rue Chris are just amazing. And that sweet potato casserole, oh my gosh. 
So yeah, so, <laughs> making me hungry, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's it's yeah it, it's probably um, one of the best. And again, I'm gonna go back to that atmosphere where yeah. we were running business leaders there as well, and right. and just come converse with. So yeah, good, yeah. Chris. Love it. Craig, appreciate your time, man. Appreciate you sharing your story. Um, really, really, really great stuff. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Uh, before I wrap, how, how can, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, you can, um, best way to reach me is by email. It's craig at genesis360llc.com. That's C-R-A-I-G at genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S 360llc.com. Or you can call me on my office phone at 225 225- Three four one six five zero three. Wonderful, Craig. We appreciate it. Have a great afternoon, man. Okay, buddy. Thanks. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode as much as I've enjoyed recording it. Again, reminder: if you get a chance, give us a like, give us a little comment, let us know what you think. Don't forget to subscribe, and we look forward to hearing from you and checking out further episodes. Thanks.